Hello and welcome to the Enterprise Talk Conversation Series, a peer knowledge resource by the CXOs for the CXOs. Now to our host, Kanika Goswami. So good evening, Bjorn. Uh, f- uh, for the listeners of Enterprise Talk, we have uh, Bjorn Herman, who's the Vice President for AI Labs at Sage. He's joining us today for a short conversation. Uh, how are you doing, Herman? Oh, yeah. Bjorn. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Pleasure. So we'll just jump into the questions right away. So the first question I have for you is what challenges are enterprises facing today for efficiently managing their finances? Yeah, so the goal of, you know, efficiently managing your finances is that in the end, you're compliant, you're able to drive uh, the business planning, you identify problems in the business, you prioritize effectively you allocate resources effectively, um, you're able to control your performance and so forth, right? So those are those are the goals. Now, the challenges to get there um, is just a slow period, periodic close uh, process, just takes a very long time to get um, the, the data that you need. You need to get them all, from all sorts of people typically in the business, takes a while to get everyone to do that. Um, you know, there's challenges around compliance, um, there is a, just generally a lack of trust in the data, um, in, in the reporting. Um, and then with that, there is a lack of visibility, um, into the business. And on top of it, you know, a lot of business have poor financial KPIs, so they don't really have the kind of a KPIs they need to drive decisions. And then, but even, you know, if they have those KPIs, oftentimes they'll they have a lack of context to really make sense um, of those numbers. And so, you know, as a result of all of these challenges, uh, businesses uh, perform more poorly um, or, you know, some even fail as a result of just not being able to manage their finances effectively. And so with Sage, we're trying to tackle all of those challenges and really help businesses um, you know, rise um, above those sort of, um, uh, you know, very challenges and really be able to focus on the strategic um, uh, decisions uh, that you can drive with uh, financial data. Right. And do you think these challenges have exacerbated or have they reduced in the current circumstances when uh, teams are so broken up? geographically and you know organizations have have become you know kind of uh, fragmented all over the place so do you think these challenges are a little higher now or do you think it's easier to handle them with fragmented organizations <clears throat> fragmented you mean because of covid that people work in um, different um, that they're working yes. from home yeah correct yeah um <clears throat> well <laughs> i think that uh well, you know it depends on the business it depends on you know how the business is set up uh, to work um, in a distributed manner, I would think. Um, and obviously, um, any sort of technology solution can help bridge, um, uh, you know, the sort of or can help with this distributed setting, right? So any business that that works still, you know, with pen and paper or does a lot of stuff, you know, <clears throat> um, manually they'll have more challenges than companies that have 
that are using more technology that have more automation um, in place. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, I think it's really about just whether the company is set up um, to work in a distributed way. Um, and so, you know, some companies are, some companies, some companies are not. Right. So now we will come to the artificial intelligence part of the story since you are obviously heading the team at Sage. Do you think today's enterprises have the required budgets to invest in AI-enabled technologies, given the current uh, business limitations? And my question would also be, even if there are no business limitations, do you think enterprises are uh, investing enough in AI-based technologies to keep them ready for the future? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> it, is, it is what it is, right? So I think that, um, you know, businesses like us um, need to build products that fit the, you know, fit the bill so that, that you know, cost as much as what people can pay for. Um, so the willingness to pay of businesses, you know, determines what we are going to build for them. Um, but then at the same time, of course, all of these investments into AI are, you know, should be driving costs down or should help businesses to to grow faster and, and so there should be a return on investment, of course, which means that over time, the assumption is that yes, of course, every business should be able to move there. It's just that some businesses will be moving there maybe a little slower and some a little faster depending on their appetite and their ability to to invest in the space. So. Right. Now, and how do you think AI enabled uh, finance tools empower leaders to make better business decisions? So this is specifically for the for the for the fintech and the BFSI industry, but even otherwise, how do you think leaders get empowered using AI tools? The kind of tools that you develop at AI Labs at Sage? <clears throat> um, so there is um, you know it's kind of two primary areas. One is really kind of taking care of all the um, all the basics, which is you know what we talked about earlier, just helping to automate the data capture, uh, make sure that you can trust the data, um, you know, via continuous insurance. Um, so we, for example, just built a a service um, in uh, um, one of Sage's products, uh, Intact, that automatically detects outliers and helped um, you know, during the approval process to, to find those. Um, and that's sort of, that's one part, the uh, continuous uh, the data capture and, 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 and trust. Um, and then the second part is um, the sort of active insights or continuous insights um, that we've been talking about, um, which is really about helping um, businesses to make better decisions. And, you know, when you look at why most businesses fail, it's primarily because they very efficiently execute the unnecessary, right? So they do things that later on turn out to be irrelevant. And AI can ultimately help the business uh, to really focus on the things that matter. It can help them identify the things that are going wrong um, and can help them um, reallocate resources in a way um, that, you know, they will get the biggest bang for their buck. And so, you know, this is kind of where <clears throat> leveraging AI 
uh, we can essentially distill the, we can first of all create a set of a, a data set that you can trust and then turn that data set into a set of KPIs uh, that can help drive decisions. We can provide benchmarks to help identify problems and opportunities to just sort of contextualize uh, those KPIs. Uh, we can then uh, provide recommendations on top of um, those problems and opportunities um, and get a business as close as possible uh, to a decision. So for example, um, you know, let's say you have a food retailer, they have really great revenue growth, um, but then you know, when they look at their COV, their, their lifetime value uh, over acquisition cost ratio, they'll see that that's actually doing pretty poorly compared to their peers. So now they can, you know, instead of focusing on building out their sales, they can say, hey, let's, let's maybe look at um, our conversion funnels. Let's look at, um, you know, other metrics that are impacting um, uh, this ratio. And you know maybe they find out that their repurchase rate is is poor um, for their peers, and um, you know as a recommendation of increasing their repurchase rate, we will tell them well maybe you should introduce a subscription program because that will help you drive up repurchase rate, will give you better unit economics, so you get better lifetime value over acquisition cost, and then you know from there you can grow um, in a much healthier way. So that would be you know, an example for, for the type of insights that we could help drive. Sorry. So in the beginning of this answer, you would mentioned that uh, a lot of organizations put in a lot of effort in doing a lot of unnecessary work, if I'm not mistaken. So would you also say that AI helps to do a lot of cost optimization for operations if it's adopted and implemented uh, intelligently? Would you agree for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically, you know, like one of the things that we can start doing is we can start providing benchmarks around costs, right? So you can start looking at whatever office cost or, at, at, you know, basically all the different cost items that you have in the business and we can help you see, okay, which ones, you know, um, uh, are most likely, um, you know, wh where do you have the biggest room for improvement, basically, you know, based on your peers. So, you know, that can help reduce costs and um, yeah. Correct. Now, uh, the last question essentially, how do you drive the uh, artificial intelligence based transformation in businesses? And uh, we are talking about uh, driving transformation on the ground that goes beyond product strategy. So at this point of time and at, uh, you know, the time leading up to the pandemic, before the pandemic started, what was the kind of uh, uh, work you were doing in driving this transformation? Yeah, so the really the mission for my team is to drive the AI transformation for Sage so that we can realize the Sage business cloud vision. And, you know, what this really means is that it's more important for us to build out the capability at this very, at this time and to, you know, really sort of build the muscle um, than to build the um, you know, most amazing um, moonshot uh, AI features. And in practice, you know, this is, means that we sort of have three groups within Sage or Sage AI Labs 
um, one that really drives the delivery of the pilot projects. We have a second one that um, drives uh, upskilling. So as we go in and work with different groups inside of Sage, we um, start to upskill uh, the team um, along with the, uh, with the pilot projects. And then we have an infrastructure group that builds out infrastructure and tooling to really empower all of the um, AI projects um, to just move at a, at a high speed. Um, this is really where typically, you know, most AI projects, um, a lot of AI projects end up failing uh, because there isn't a quick way uh, to get, um, you know, new AI features into production. So, um, <clears throat> that's how we set up. And then, you know, we have the reason that we've sort of taken this approach, which is very, um, you know, sort of a very agile lean approach is because we've seen that a lot of enterprises are failing at their AI efforts. I think it's, you know, depending on, on what, uh, you know, outlet you look at, it's somewhere between 80, 80 to 90 percent. Right, that um, you know of AI projects that end up failing, and the reason is primarily because um, either uh, the companies are just not set up um, in terms of the infrastructure and talent, or uh, because companies don't effectively manage the uncertainty uh, that those projects bring with them. Right, so all of sort of these new AI projects have a lot of uncertainty because it's a new way of building products. Um, there's a lot of new things to learn. There's new business models that come along with it. Um, you know, there's a lot of new things that need to be figured out uh, that, you know, you can't just sort of plan out, um, you know, five years in advance and execute on it. You need to be really agile and try to learn as much as you can, um, you know, as you go through the process. So. That's um, uh, you know sort of where we're coming from, and then um, you know we over time our goal is to get each and every single group inside of Sage to a point where they don't need our help anymore, so where they can um, you know drive uh, the delivery on of uh, you know AI features on their own, and we sort of turn more into let's say an advisory and innovation group that supports, but you know, isn't really involved day to day. Um, and that's, that will be, if we get there, so that'll be our success, right? Because that's where um, we have turned the entire organization to be AI enabled, so. Yes, and um, do you think anything has changed because of the pandemic and the situation that enterprises are facing today in terms of you know their budgets, their 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 operations, their limitations that they're facing. Has anything changed on ground in your strategy because of that? <clears throat> the, our strategy has not changed. Um, you know, obviously there's always you know some impact here and there, um, but I wouldn't say that there's any significant uh, impact. Um, in fact, you know, we've even during the pandemic doubled down on driving this AI transformation because we see it. We see it. You know, to be so important for Sage as a business, um, because we believe that in the future, the majority of Sage products are going to have some sort of AI capability. And so, you know, therefore we're 
investing into this and, and, and really pushing forward on making it happen. And you're also doing it because the industry needs it? Um, yeah, <laughs> of course. I mean, that's that's the, the fundamental assumption that, that customers you know, want to, to have products that help them to uh, be more successful. And I think that AI can do that by just simply automating and augmenting uh, a lot of the existing processes and by enabling them to make much better decisions. Um, yeah. Right. Yes. Correct. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm wishing you the best of luck in doing this, uh, Bjorn. And thank you so much for uh, extremely informative inputs that you've shared with us. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for being with us. Please do follow us on social media for regular updates and new content.